hello, hello. We are two old guys on the back porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have Cat. that's C-A-T, our executive producer, engineer. She's pushing all the buttons. Cat, what's going on? Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. Our two shout-outs today, one is St. Augustine, Florida. Uh, August St. Augustine's, the oldest permanent, permanently occupied European settlement, founded in the Spanish in 1556. Our other one is Logan, West Virginia. What is Logan, West Virginia known for? The history of reputation of far exceeding it would be the town currently having 1,800 people. The town is widely known for fierce violence, major disasters, and political corruption. Giving y'all the big cheer. And lastly, I'd like to thank everybody for condolences, the death of my mom. Of my mom. We gave her a great send-off, a great slideshow, and I did a kick-ass eulogy. And I'm sure she's watching us in heaven going, what the heck is my daughter doing now? Love you, Nanny. All right. Alcohol is always present on the back porch. And today I'm just doing my old favorite bourbon and 7-Up. You know, just a highball glass filled with ice. Drop in two shots of Makers or Bullet, which are the two best bourbons out there. No discussion needed. And then just add a little 7-Up, stir it with my finger. Some people like ginger ale. That's fine. I kind of like 7-Up, though. And, you know, if, if you've been following along with two old guys on the back porch, you know, there's so many ways you can make these drinks you know we've been doing cocktail of the week for a while now and we got another one today and again if you, if you try these drinks and they don't really seem to be your cup of tea just mess with them you know tweak it a little bit you know make it at your own make it your own drink and uh i think we're coming out with some new t-shirts aren't we Aren't we? The, that's uh, news to me. Stir it with your finger. Stir it with your finger. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. T-shirts are coming out. Cat, what you got? I have me a lovely uh, peach Cosmo. Um, just trying to finish out the summer sweet. All right. Sounds sweet like you, babe. Thanks, doll. All right. Today, we're going to the car wash. Well, in my case, I'm going out and wash my own truck and the wifey's car in the driveway. And here we go again, talking about another boring topic that nobody, you know, it's like a run-of-the-mill, blah, blah, blah. Here's another podcast by these people that talk about washing a car. Yes, but the genius, we're, we're like Steinfeld. We just talk about the simplest, most mundane topic and... We make it perfection. That's what makes two old guys on the back porch great. All right, now, first off, some people don't give a rip about cleaning their car. They're like, whatever, when the rain comes, that's when my car gets a bath. And, you know, to each his own, but I'm going to tag you a lazy loser. You see, I, I do like to judge people. Uh, that's judge how you, I roll. Meister. Do what you do best. You know, when I roll up beside you at a traffic light, and I look over and I see your front rims are just covered with brake dust. That tells me you haven't cleaned that car probably since you bought it. 
and you get tagged a lazy loser. And I think we're going to come out with some new t-shirts called that had lazy loser on them. We should open up a t-shirt shop. Who will buy them, Steve? I have so many ideas. All right. <laughs> The bottom line is, I do like to keep my whips clean, don't I, babe? Yes, you do. <clears throat> Perfection. I mean, I was actually I was out there today. I didn't even know we were going to do a podcast today because the executive producer just told me like hours ago, "Hey, let's do it." And so here we are. But yeah, Down I did right watch now. the cars today. It's like whatever, once a month, just get out there. It's it's no big deal, you know. It's just I don't know. I'm just I don't like a dirty car. If I get in your car. There's a bunch of energy drink cans rolling around in the floorboard and fast food bags laying everywhere. Here we go again. What are you? Lazy loser. All right. I mean, some people treat their vehicles like a like a trash can on wheels. I choose not to. Here's my theory. I paid a lot of money for this vehicle, and I'm going to take care of it under the hood and out. I mean, if, if nothing else, just go through the drive-through car wash every once in a while. You know, the basic wash around here is like eight bucks. You just drive through the car wash system. They they do a pretty good job. The car wash places we have out here now, I think they do a fairly good job. We have some places where you take your vehicle, you get out of the car, and they run it through the system. Right. Bella carpool. Carpool's, yeah, I don't know about where you live. Carpool's been in Richmond forever. She's saying carpool, and our son worked there for years, and they do a very good job. Now they're a little pricey, you know, depending on what you get, fifteen to twenty bucks, something like that. But they do a great job. And right. his job basically was to make sure the car was clean to perfection. Inspector. His apple does not fall far from the tree. Okay. All right. And then, they, of course, they have these car wash places where you wash it yourself. Right. You know, you you go in there. It's like a wash bay. It's like you've seen them on the side of the road everywhere. It's like five or six bays or whatever. You go in there and put five or six singles. Hell, you probably swipe your card now. I haven't been in there in 100 years. Right. Back in my day, we used to put quarters in there. Yeah. It was like five quarters, and then the timer started. I would go to one in Roanoke where you would put the quarters in, and you had the little wand thing, and you would spray it. That That's what way. I'm talking about. Okay. It's like a pressure washer. Right. But the thing about that is, you have to know what you do, what you're doing when you go on those things, because it, you know it, when you put the last, when you pay for it and hit go. You got to start moving your ass because the timer is ticking and it goes pretty fast. It doesn't go like a clock. I'm going to say it goes twice as fast as a clock. So you have to put the, the little dial on soap. Right. Hit the whole car with soap, then run around there and put it on rinse and then take your pressure wash again. Those things, they really don't do that great of a job. The only way to roll that thing is they have like a foaming brush. Right. But then you got to sink some more sink. You got to put some more money in there because that takes a while because you're actually, you know, washing the car. But whatever. Those things are good. Just say you don't have access to washing your car. You live in an apartment or something. Right. There's no hose hookup or anything. So cats have to go there if they want to keep their car clean. The uh, The hillbillies out here, they go mudding, <clears throat> you know, 
and the big pickup trucks going in the power lines. <laughs> so then they go up in there, and you know, they got big clumps of mud, right, all right. chucked up under the truck. And you can tell when they've been through there. Oh yes. Because after they pull and they're off, they're proud of that. that you know, the big chunks of mud are still laying they're there. They're so proud of their mess. But th there's some dudes that use those things like every week, and they're they're pros at it. They've they've done oh. it so many times. They know how to trick no. that thing. Just coming in for the pressure. Yeah. Anyway, you know, the self-wash places, they're okay. I just choose to do it in the driveway. Okay. Hmm. I'm not going to say anything about that. But uh, once, in while, <laughs> <laughs> once in a while, I mean, it, it, it's oh no big deal. God. You just drag out the hose. Wow, this is getting dirty. And the bucket <laughs> and the sponge. Oh, and and that's all it is, okay? I clean my truck. I can clean the wifey's car. I actually threw in a third one. I think I cleaned the daughter's car today. And and that's how it goes. It takes like an hour. That's it. You know, then what I do is I uh, dump Meguiar's car soap in the bucket. Now, way back in the day, we used to use dishwashing liquid. Back on my side of town, we couldn't afford you know, Meguiar's nice car soap. So it was like palm olive uh, or joy or whatever it was. <laughs> and it, it doesn't, you can use it now. You know, if you don't want to go to the... Soap is soap. Right, right. It does a fine job. Um, whatever. The first thing I do is I take a rag, dip it in the, in the bucket with soap and water, and I go over the rims. That's the first thing I do. It, it's just... When you have the rims and the tires clean, it just it makes the whole car look so much better Beautiful. when you do that. Bueno. And it doesn't take that long. It's no big deal. Then I just go over the car, right, just wash it. Now, here's a little trick. Like, to clean the windows, I'll take Windex and newspaper. You know, instead of wasting paper towels, well... You know what? We might have to go back to paper towels because nobody gets the newspaper anymore. That's the truth. We don't get it anymore. This joke Definitely we got out here. Time's disgrace. Yeah, we got rid of that thing. It was like they were charging whatever it was a month for like the oh. paper was down to like six sheets of paper, the whole Ed, newspaper. We had Eddie rolls in the East End having a fit over how much the newspaper cost. Yeah, then my I was then I was getting newspapers from my mom because she was doing now she's pieced out on the newspaper. But anyway, if you get access to newspaper, take that in Windex and clean your windows. It 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 it's, it works. Trust me, it's a great way to do it. Clean it, clean your home windows that way too. True, true. Now. I also have a bottle of this stuff called Rain-X. Now, if me and the wife here are going on a road trip, you know, Rudy. coming up sometime soon, I'll hit the windshield with this Rain-X. Now, this stuff works great. You just put it on a rag and just kind of rub it in on the windshield. And it, it, it puts this coating on there, so when it rains, when water hits the windshield, it just beads up. And just runs right off. It's it, you don't even have to really cut the windshield wipers on. That's how great that Rain-X stuff is. And then last, I'll just hit the tires with some tire shine. Again, you know, it just it just makes the overall car cleaning ten times better. I like the Meguiar's again. All their products are great. Black Magic's good. Um, out here where we live, it's AutoZone, AutoZone Plus. Um, they're all called Auto something. 
and they've got all that stuff in there. But the other day I went in there and I freaked out because it's like everything else on the planet right now. The price of the car cleaning supplies is it's doubled. Okay, the tire shine, the car soap. I get those wipes that we can wipe down the dashboard, the console, and all that. All of that stuff used to be like four, five dollars, somewhere in there. Now it's all eight, nine bucks. I mean, total ripoff, just double the price on all that stuff. But anyway, just just get off your tail. And it and takes do, and don't feel bad if you aren't really good at like cleaning stuff. Our son got in almost a dust up with a US senator at carpool over the fact over uh there when it was the grandchild or child or whatever for Tim Kane and put something in the back seat like a peanut butter sandwich that had been it was a long. cup holder in the third row the senator the senator Tim Kane came in there and and instructed my son that he needed the cup holder cleaned out in the back of his Yukon Denali whatever it was so our son Tripp goes back here and looks and it looks like one of the grandkids like hocked up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in that thing I don't know so my son looked, got out the car and looked at him and said, yeah, no, that's not happening, bro. I don't care was, if you're the, uh, the vice president of the world. I don't that'll be, in, that'll be over in detail, which you'll have to pay yeah, for. Yeah, that didn't go well for the senator. But whatever. Like I said, just get off your tail. Take some pride in something. Okay, clean your car, your truck, whatever you got. And then just stand back, take pride in it. You know, clean your girlfriend's car, your wifey's oh, yeah. car. She will appreciate whatever. That. You know, and who knows? She might thank you later if you know what I mean. All oh, right, we're gonna roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right, today and we're just going through them all. <laughs> Here we go. Got it all. <laughs> wow, sound effects be damned. <laughs> All right, today's one tough son of a bitch. Can we just no more do any more? There's no more howling. Yeah, they're, all, they're all coming. Either get new ones or just stop it because that's not working. All right, today it's, for me. it's Hugh Glass, born in 1783 in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton. Hugh Glass was an explorer in the Montana, Dakotas, Nebraska area. Okay. Now, his claim to fame was he... he Survived a mauling from a grizzly bear. And this story's been told, what, in like a couple movies? Right. Um, I think 71, it was called Man in the Wilderness. Right. And then more recently, Leonardo DiCaprio did The, the Right. Which, did you watch that? Yes, I did. I watched it. I, I'm not saying it was good. It told the story. Okay, I, whatever. But this cat, I mean, he got captured by pirates in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, he, he lived, yeah. He... This dude had nine lives. French fugitive John Lafitte, you know, he, he was he was on the knife edge of life. Yeah, um, he was the the story today that uh, the, the movies that were done about him. He was on a fur trapping venture. He ran across a mother grizzly bear with two cubs. Now, you never want to run across no. a mother bear with cubs. Now we've had a bear and near the two old guys in the back porch's domain this week and we kind of stayed away from that bear did we not yeah we live in central virginia and bears are 
around here. We've saw, we've seen two this year. I don't want to see any. Okay, we by the, the way, we had the dog chase one. Yeah, I don't. I have a trail camera set up about two blocks out here in the woods past the house, and about three days ago, I checked the uh, camera card, and there's a. I'm gonna guess about 300 pound male standing about 10 foot in front of my camera. The pictures are very amazing. Again, I don't want to see a picture of a bear on my camera because we walk these woods all the time with the dogs. And now if, if it's just a male, most of the time, if you have an encounter with a bear, they're just gonna run away. But the problem is if you hit a female, then you're in trouble. Oh, okay, yes. if she's Especially got cubs little, with her, little ones with her, she's coming after your ass nine times out of ten. And this is how this Hugh Glass got in trouble. Okay, so he came across this grizzly. It was a female. She had cubs, and he suffered suffered massive injuries. So the story goes: the leader of the fur tra fur trading venture decided to leave Hugh behind because he was slowing the group down. Right. So he left like two dudes with him to wait, wait until he pieced all the way out and then they were going to bury him and right. then catch up with the group. But those two dudes left him. They He's left, left him for dead. Because, and he was still living. So he crawled his ass to the Cheyenne River and made some kind of crude raft or he grabbed a log or something and floated down the river until he got to, uh, it was Fort, it's like an Indian name, Kiowa right. or something. Yeah. And, and dude lived. I mean, and... And, it, and that's why Hugh Glass, check this guy out. If, if you haven't seen the movies, you've probably heard about him. Uh, the story is pretty incredible. Uh, Hugh Glass, one tough son of a bitch. All right, are we doing any What You Watching today? Yes, we are. Oh, I thought we were skipping it. <laughs> no, we're not. By one segment, you got to let me keep it, okay? Go. Okay, we watched 101... Places to Party Before You Die. It's a travel show with Adam Polly and John Gavis. Gavris. Um, so far, they've traveled to Denver, Miami, Richmond, and Atlanta. They do a quick 30 minutes of show, places to just check out and discover, and a place to drink and party. While in Richmond, they went to Hollywood Cemetery, took a tuk-tuk, went to Edgar Allan Poe Museum, went to the Vale and Scott's Edition, Went to, uh, what's that, Mission Barbecue? Mm -hmm. Went there. Uh, went, good. went to the Black Mission's Lodge good. at Twin Peaks Inspired Bar and had a great, elegant dinner at Elf Wife Restaurant. Anyway, it's a good show. It's a quick 30 minutes. You get the highlights of all the different towns, of things you can do. I mean, I love the Atlanta show. The Miami show is good. I watched Portland the other night. That was a good show. It's a quick 30-minute show. Of places you can go have fun. All right, cool. All right, we're gonna roll right into cocktail of the week. Yay! All right, believe it or not, this drink is very popular. It's the vodka soda, or as I call it, the skinny girls drink. <laughs> okay, it's no big flavors, not all the sugar, right? No. That's why it's probably popular. Skinny girls drink. It's, no carbs. It's two ingredients. Now, when you only use two ingredients, they need to be of high quality, correct? Right. So if you were doing this in gin, it would be a gin ricky. Okay. Gotcha. You know, 
I, I like the Collins glass. We don't have any. The tall. The th tall, thin. And they're pretty cool, but th this drink goes well in that glass. I like Correct. those glasses. So fill it's a like Collins. a skinny, tall drink. You yeah. Be a skinny, tall girl. But whatever highball glass you got, just fill it with ice. Add in two ounces of top shelf vodka. And then you just top it with club soda. As, it, as the name suggests, the drink was rumored to be, have originated the Manhattan Club in New York City early in the 1870s. It's Ian, been around. Ian Marshall made it serve at a banquet honoring the then-governor presidential candidate Samuel J. Tilden. Evidently, vodka and club soda, I've never had one, are, are a good mix. Okay, okay, I, I will confess, I've done this. The problem is, you don't think you're drinking. And it hits you like a, yeah, a lead pipe. Right, right. <laughs> because you're the, just a little bubbly, a little bubbly. The club soda is so Three bubblies right. later, you were sloshed. Right. Maybe that's why it's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's very simple. It's a healthy cocktail. Yeah, I mean. If no, there's such a thing. <laughs> not too many carbs. There you go. Give it a shot. The vodka soda. All right, today we were bumpered in by a band I really, really like. I've loved this band for years. They're called In Excess. That's I-N-X-S. Formed in 1977. Damn, that's 45 years ago. I'm getting old. Yikes. From Sydney, Australia, Michael Hutchins, the Ferris Brothers, Gary Beers on bass, Kurt Pingley on guitar and sax. Just a very tight, precise band. The did they ever huh? tour with another singer, or did they just? They they after Michael. Um, Peace down. Yeah, he he's he's not with us anymore. A uh, very great front man. The ladies really like to look at. He's very he was hot. He was hot. Handsome, handsome hot man. Back in the day. Just uh, I, I've watched a documentary about him. He he had a couple injuries where he bumped his head. And didn't really get proper medical treatment. And I don't know, he was in some kind of relationship with, uh, shit, what's the guy from the Boomtown Rats? His ex-girl, whatever. Right. It was all a big mess. and It was quite scandalous. And I don't know if, if whatever was involved, but he, he, he took his life. And I don't, I don't, nobody understands it, but. Anyway, the band in excess. I, I listen to their music to this day. The album "The Swing" came out in 1984. It had original sin, and I like that song "Dancing on the Jetty." Yeah, I always love that song. Most people uh, don't even know what a jetty is, but um, I built one before. But anyway, Australia—it's—it's it's like a big ass island, right? So. It's an island and a continent. They got jetties all around that thing. <laughs> Matter of fact, we are listened to in Australia and Sydney and Perth, both sides. Oh, wow. There's a song called Johnson's Aeroplane. Obviously, I would like that song. The swing, I just, I liked it. I, I don't know. It had a lot of good songs. There's a song, Love Is, What I Say, another awesome bass and drum vocal song. I mean, that, that album just kind of caught my attention. Then I bought Shabu Shabah which is another great album. Then they came out with Listen Like Thieves. They kind of got a little run then. It started the picking up steam on MTV and all that. Um, just, again, I, I really, really like this band. 
just if you've never paid any attention to NXS, check them out wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for listening. We will see y'all down the road. See ya.